You're listening to You've Probably Seen It Podcast. I hear your sister's going out with Squeak. You suck. Yeah, jackass. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Telling me. Dream. Shake. And fight. Do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, do I? Slap at that bass, man. Welcome, guys, to another episode of You've Probably Seen It with Adam and Michael. Email me, okay? Freakingcage.com. Uh, this week, I really enjoyed it. I say that most weeks, mm. um, but it's uh, 2000s Dude, Where's My Car? Really 2000s uh, <laughs> movie, this one. <laughs> really yeah. 2000s. Well, I was, I, was saying, I was thinking about it as I was watching it. I watched the trailer first. Mm. I don't usually do that. I might start doing that. Um, but it's got everything in it. It's short. It's like an hour 20. It's a buddy comedy. It's got, uh, it's like very silly. Uh, it's got, you know, main characters and it's got some uh, 2000s transgender hate too. So it's got everything we sort of <laughs> see in the movies we watch. Yeah. Very odd. It's one that uh, it's one that I didn't realize I watched as much. Like I knew the plot. I knew yeah, what was going to happen. I knew the scene that was coming up. Um, I knew a few gags. It's, there wasn't any dot, dot, dots in this one. There mm. was a lot. Of, <laughs> I had to do a lot of catch up. Um, but it is an, it's an easy watch and I'm actually, I messaged you before, but it's actually one I'm looking forward to doing the podcast on because there's not, yeah. it's not littered with gags like the last two we've done where we've been trying to squeeze them all in. We could take our time mm. and enjoy those, uh, those segments. So if we go yeah. 140, I apologize. We're not going 140. <laughs> yeah. Tonight. Oh, I doubt it. I'll put it down. No, I think the, the 140s are always for a longer movie. So, yeah. uh, but save those for the upper wood. towers. Uh, yeah. Save that for the upper towers. I think. All right, so let's get into it. So, as I said, dudes, where's my car? Came out smack bang two thousand. So it would have been just after Sean William Scott was Stifler, wasn't mm-hmm. it? That was like in ninety nine or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so IMDb five point five, so even lower <laughs> on the users. Uh, Rotten Tomato uh, critic score seventeen percent, and I just wanted to maybe on the really low ones we copy and paste. You know how Rotten Tomatoes has. Yeah like a summary of what the critics say. I never noticed so this, it, so it's good, but I like, what, uh, I like what's up here. <laughs> so I, Michael usually does the run sheet, but I did it for this one just because I had some time. Um, I was going to start watching the movie, but then I realized we haven't done the run sheet yet. Mm. So by the time I did the run <laughs> sheet, I couldn't be bothered watching the movie. So I left that <laughs> for today. Um, but um, so a critic summary is the movie isn't funny. The plot is too thin and the production value feels more like a TV sitcom <laughs> than a movie. And I'm going to disagree with three out of three of those points, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, the plot... <laughs> I like, you know, I was thinking about this before, but the idea is very hangover-esque. So, I mean, pretty much yeah. is the hangover in a lot of ways. Um, but I think just the way it sort of gets out of hand and like sort of is very like aliens and stuff. I think that's sort of where maybe they've lost it yeah. in that sense. But it's yeah. still... But they still bring it all together even, in terms of... Oh, saying that... In like with the movies, it's got that nice little uh, mystery element too, similar to the Ace Ventura's yeah. of it, where you don't really know what's going on. But I think it's, it's not as tightly written as the mystery to Ace Ventura. There's too many things to uh, solve in this one where I'm like, yeah. well, what's, what's the next thing that comes A up? lot of it don't get sold. Or <laughs> no. It doesn't need to be sold anyway. Um, but the Rotten Tomatoes audience score is similar to the IMDb rating at 47%. Mm-hmm. Um, so directed by Danny Liner. Um, he also did Harold and Kuma Go to White Castle. Um, and he's done a few TV show work. So he's worked on Gilmore Girls, which my girlfriend's in the process of watching now. So I get about three minute snippets every time <laughs> I'll go past. Um, an episode of Sopranos and actually did the Wolf episode of The Office oh. where uh, 
Yeah, where <laughs> uh, Ryan starts his wolf company and they try and sell it to the Washington University, yeah. something, something, Printers, uh, just for the URL. Printers, yeah, mobiles, all that stuff going off. Um, written by uh, Philip Stark, um, who also wrote on South Park and was one of the main writers on that 70s show. And he also uh, started, was the showrunner for a show called uh, Dog With A Blog. Um, and I, I looked into what it was because I'm like, this guy, I like this movie. So I want to see what else he does. Yeah. And I looked after Dog With A Blog. It's like a terrible Disney show. <laughs> um, and I, I included the summary here. So a family adopts a dog named Stan, which Stan gets another reference, of course, <laughs> in our podcast, <laughs> in the hope that two feuding step siblings will bond over the pet it works when the siblings soon find out that the dog can talk and write. <laughs> so I can understand the write, the talking part because, like, you know, we do... Uh, <laughs> I just found I the uh, talk. consensus on that one. The TV show isn't yeah. funny. The plot is too thin. and <laughs> <laughs> Bang. That's the first actual joke we've done. Um, but, like, they did, when he was talking, they did a little weird, like, fake mouth on the dog, mm. uh, which was very odd. And I don't know how this dog can write. It doesn't have opposable thumbs, so... Um, uh, you could say he has poor handwriting. <laughs> oh, no, he's good. <laughs> uh, go through the producers quite quick because there's a few of them. So, yeah. Bodrick Johnson uh, worked on Blade Runner 2049, Booker Eli and The Blind Side. Andrew A. Kozov looks like he works with Broderick a lot, worked on those movies as well. Um, Gil Netta worked on Life of Pi and, of course, with those guys on Blind Side as well. Nancy Pallione. Um, She's done a few movies, but she did Three Ninjas High Nooning at Mega Mountain, which yeah. maybe we just do a uh, Three Ninjas podcast yeah. sometime. We've got to rewatch those movies again. That's the one with Hulk Hogan, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I have no the idea. High Noon so, and Mega man. Man. You <laughs> might have sure. somebody else that podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Wayne Allen Rice, he uh, did a movie called uh, Suicide Kings and some Mother's Day movie with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Can I just uh, ask, did Suicide, yeah. did Suicide Kings and uh, Dog with a Blog question mark, was that something you did or do they actually have question marks in the titles? Oh no, I'm like, I don't really know. You, I doubt it's got a... <laughs> I, I was going to say Dog with a Blog. I don't know when... Dog with a Blog? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What's how the dog's asking? That's what I'm wondering about the Dog with a Blog. No, I think I did a question mark like I was going to look into it, but yeah, I, I did for that, that one. Makes sense. I just thought like, I was like, the odds of these two having actually question marks <laughs> the movies are very no. low, but... I have to ask the question. All right, I do the notes one time, Michael, and I get roasted <laughs> on it. Fucking go take a sip of anyway. Your, take a sip of your Beechworth coffee mug, mate. My Beechworth Bakery coffee mug. <laughs> um, I put my Auntie Donna hat on too. <laughs> anyway, actors. So Ashton Kutcher plays Jesse. Uh, Sean William Scott played Chester, um, and Jake Gyllenhaal and Seth Rogen also auditioned for leading roles. So I assume that. Jake Gyllenhaal will be for the Jesse character yeah. and Seth is a bit more of a Chester. Yeah, so. um, that's my assumptions there. Um, Jennifer Garner as Wanda, um, who seemed a bit too big for this movie. Maybe she wasn't that big in 2000s. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Um, Maria Sokoloff as Wilma and Charlie O'Connell as Tommy. And I always thought this was Jerry O'Connell the whole time, but it turns <laughs> out that's his bro younger brother, ah, Charlie O'Connell. There you go. Yeah. I need to look up Jerry O'Connell. I probably know who it is, but I just don't know. Um, he was name. in like oh, when he was a kid. He was in Stand by Me, but he looks very similar to his brother. Yeah, okay, I got. He's in. He is just like the quarterback yeah. of every TV, every movie. Yeah, yeah. Movie. He's like a standard, yeah. standard big white boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I really like the summary of this one. I think it gets back. It's probably like the best summary of any movie that we've got yeah. so far. I reckon. Two potheads wake up after a night of partying and cannot remember where they park their car. 
That's it. That's all you need to know. Uh, streaming of currently on Disney Plus and Foxtel. All right, little known facts. I've got my uh, eyes out to make sure you haven't screwed me on these facts. And you're no, not trying to... this was a cop. This was a copy and paste okay. job. Diana. I was going to say if you change the font and the the colours and italic, it'd be very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both Kutcher and Scott believe "Dude, Where's My Car" would be filmed would be the film to propel them to awards glory. The latter recalled his naivety in a 2019 appearance on Conan, telling the host that he was really upset that dude was my car didn't earn any oscar nods with his tongue placed firmly in cheek scott uh claimed if the movie had been released a decade later it would definitely win some medals <laughs> yeah i think it just shows how like naive they were making the movie thinking yeah. they'll win oscars for this one's just a stoner flick i mean when you say you've got kutcher uh shulman scott and garner in the same movie like oh this could be this yeah could be something <laughs> Um, and I watched um, so Jennifer Garner she went on pretty soon after this to be in pretty sure Alias okay um, I think that was the movie she, oh, the TV show she was in and she won an Emmy um, and in her acceptance speech she was thanking uh, the dude that made the show I'm liking on his name he did uh, he's done he's did Buffy and everything I forget his name um, but she goes I don't know why you put me in this TV show I know I was great in Dude Where's My Car <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, that's funny well played uh, yeah. Another one. So Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott thought of the title seriously. Dude, where's my car? As a sequel. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, 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 I think it was popular enough where it probably could have got a sequel. There's some, some yeah. much worse movies or much, much less popular <laughs> movies got sequels. So yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I remember it being really big back in the day too. Like everyone was, was talking about this yeah, movie. I had the yeah. VHS. It was big. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and this is my one that I chucked in. The story came from a rejected live action Beavis and Butthead movie concept in the late 90s. It's <laughs> wild. Live I could see that happening. Live though. action Beavis and Butthead. That's just got disaster written. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you do if they're heads? That's like a rude head if that's live action. I just, if they're trying, and Ugh. if they try to nail the dialogue like the same way, I just, yeah, <laughs> that would have mm. been something interesting. No. Let's get into it. All right. Let's get into it. Um, so we start with a like title sequence intro um, saying this is a story based on actual events. Um, and it's a title sequence going over, I guess, it's some sort of universe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's a galaxy universe. Um, and we see women in a sort of black uh, ones, one piece. Yep. Is that what you say? I don't know where men um, dancing. Um, up, sorry, uh, yeah, I, I kept refer- referring to them as the hot chicks later in the movie just because it makes sense. Yeah, I think I went like... Yeah girls hot chicks whatever and i kept on referring to these dudes as the german dudes yep, as same, well same. Um, the german dudes in leather but i think they're supposed to be some aliens ostriches an animated cat in a bikini mm-hmm. um an astronaut um and they all go into a blue metal yep. ball sphere orb thing yep. anyway um so we have jesse waking up in the morning um, with, I think it's some sort of uh, something stuck to his head, some sort of card or post-it note. Just I don't a know. classic, like, I'm drunk, I'm, I'm wasted. So yeah, I, wake up, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I woke up. Um, and we have uh, Grand Theft Audio, We Love You, is the song playing. Mate, what I do first is I go to the Spotify and I just look up the soundtrack and I'm like, okay, these are the songs that are in yeah, there. Ready. And I go that way. If yeah. you look at them also, if you look at them on movies, you can see them in order of when they appear. So if you can cross-check them, then you can sort of work because some of them yeah, good. come up at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a lot easier. We say all the streaming services that have it on, mm. 
it's annoying when it's on Disney Plus. That's only on my phone, so I have to pause it like on my phone to watch uh, it on the TV. Okay. Yeah, but all the other ones are good. Um, but anyway. <laughs> And Amazon's the best, of course, because it tells you what song's Absolutely. playing. But Stan has um, the most. Doing anyway, it. We know this. <laughs> this yeah, we know we that. <laughs> Next awards. Um, so it sort of pans over their house. Um, <laughs> we see a, a chimpanzee on TV and it stops and says Andrew yeah. <laughs> over him. Andrew could be pretty close to Glansburg That's at this point. Bad. I don't That's know. <laughs> Andrew, the moment. I didn't have I just a Glansburg of... for this one. I had to lift my game nah, one day, Hibbert, because I've been off for a bit. But yeah, I couldn't mm. find a Glansburg. I was close with one. Yeah. Well, there we go. We got it. We got Andrew. Right, I'll chuck him. He could be Andrew. All right, I'll chuck him in. <laughs> he might even be in the credits. Who knows? Um, and then we go into um, Chester, um, who's scratching his head like a monkey, just scratching himself on the top of the head. Um, and we find out that Chester is really into Animal Planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the boys just talking about how they can't remember anything what they did last night. Um, and they know that the twins, who are their girlfriends, mm-hmm. um, had a party. And because they're their girlfriends, um, they assume they went to that party. Yeah. And then we have their third housemate, Gene, who just comes out of the closet and starts pissing on a houseplant. So, hey, Gene. Yeah, I, uh, I, I went early. I went early. It's <laughs> <laughs> an early, it's probably the earliest hibbit, yeah. A very early hibbit, yeah. So I, I always remembered this guy. So when I was before the movie, I'm like... I remember this dude. I just liked his like little input. So this is Gene by yeah. John Melendez. <laughs> and his other credit that I saw was uh, air, in the movie Airheads as Masturbating Rocker. That was his title. Yeah. He was on the... I went up for that one too. Didn't get it. That's no. a shame. <laughs> Gene took that role off me. No, that was just coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, 14-year-old... Uh, he, sorry, 14-year-old. Jeez. Um, <laughs> was on the Better stagger was- that sentence with the last one. He was on the Howard Stern show for 14 years, yeah. and he was also go. on NBC's Tonight Show with Jay Leno for 10. So he's a uh, he's a pretty well known dude in the comedy. He's been scene. around, yeah, yeah. So welcome. Cool. What's his name? John Melendez. That's it. And like I was like, how do you know Gene? It's like no. I thought it was your friend. It's like I don't know him. No. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they go over to their kitchen and they find a fridge full of pudding. It's like the snack pack stuff. Yeah, it's like pretty much. Yeah, what we call like like yogos in in oh, Australia. How it's like, and they tried to say it was yogurt. I'm like, you're not yogurt. You're just no. chocolate in the thing. <laughs> yeah, and then you can you nice try, but yeah, you and no chance. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust actual yogurt to be yogurt. I'm going to trust yeah, you, right. yogo. Um, and then you can dump your mini M and M's in there as well. What a yeah, what a combination. Anyway, they got a fridge full of. Uh, <laughs> This is why it's going to go long. They got a fridge full of pudding um, and they don't know why. Uh, And they think they bought a lifetime supply of pudding because they were so drunk last night. Mm -hmm. And they open their uh, kitchen cupboards and it's full of pudding as well. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they just, yeah. Uh, Jesse and... Then they get uh they get a phone call. It's like an answering machine, and it's the machine. Yeah, voicemail. Jesse and Chester are shibby at the moment. Please use your shibby at the beach. (laughs) And Chibi. Chibi. Yeah. Um, and they get a call from their girlfriends uh, saying that they're mm-hmm. sucky boyfriends um, you, they probably don't even know it's their anniversary which is to, the date of the anniversary mm-hmm. which is today um, that means you're not going to get our special treat um, mm-hmm. and uh, Jesse's saying that well I remember buying them presents um, they must be in mm-hmm. the car and they're like oh yeah that's all good then 
Um, and they're like, what do you think it means by special treat? It's like, we've been going out for a year, we haven't had sex. Uh, special treat is code for sex. They're just like, of course, of course. <laughs> um, at that time, they get a knock, and this guy says that he's Mr. Pizza Colley, which is just one hell of a name. I gotta love I it. I thought his name was Mr. Pizza Cannoli. I'm like, man, that's a sick <laughs> name too. That could have worked. <laughs> um, he's shouting at him because they left work with 30 pizzas. Oh, because there was 30 pizzas mm-hmm. last night that didn't get delivered and he wants answers. Yeah. Uh, and he could just see that there's pizzas littered all over their house. Um, so it's like, they're just like sort of panicking. He's like, I'll open his goddamn door. And then uh, Chester goes, it's open. <laughs> it just like, yeah, gives him a punch on the arm. And it still takes him ages to get into the house, even though he said that it's open. Like he yeah. doesn't open it straight away. Um, they're just chucking the pizzas everywhere. And then I like uh, the last one. They just chuck straight on the roof and uh, smush it mm-hmm. topping side uh, to the ceiling. Um, yeah. He comes here to basically just start threatening from the uh, start. He's like, I know you guys have been stealing pizzas. And when I, um, when I find you, when I find out it's you, I'm going to crush you like a doodle bug, which I have no <laughs> idea what a doodle bug is. Uh, I don't want to know. No, no. I don't want to know. It's too scary. Yeah. I'm not Googling it just like the uh, first episode <laughs> where I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it's the whole distract and throw thing. It's like, um, mm-hmm. I think it was like, oh, look, a, a gorilla. Yeah. The first one was like, look, it's an elephant. Yeah. And then pizza drops, like, um, it was just the mailman. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he says, like, um, what is it? I, I swear to God, a trained dolphin could uh, deliver pizzas better than you guys. And then Jesse goes, yeah, but then the pizzas would get all wet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think, again, uh, another one about to drop, and he goes, oh, look, a unicorn. And then he throws yeah. the pizza, goes, oh, I guess it was just a regular horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and he, he just does a final threat. Like, I know you've been embezzling my pizzas. I really like that. Embezzling my pizzas. Yeah, that's what well said. <laughs> um, and it just basically threats the fire him. And then uh, as he leaves the pizza. No, he says that, he says you'll never deliver pizzas in this town yeah. again. And the boys are shocked. They're like offended. <laughs> <laughs> big threat. Big threat. Big town. Yeah. Big town for pizzas. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the pizzas drop and uh, drops it straight into their hands. They just start eating it and just get on with their lives, which sort mm-hmm. of sets up for the whole... Um, so it's up for the whole movie of just like not really giving a shit. Yeah. They move on really quick. A very short memory span, these boys. Yeah, very short. Um, anyway, um, so they walk outside their house with a plan of going to uh, the girl's house uh, and they realize they can't find their car. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's the, dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? <laughs> this is actually, um, this dialogue was actually taken from the Big Lebowski, uh, which occurs between Goodman and Bridges after they leave the bowling alley. So he's, I think his car's gone in that. I didn't actually get through the whole movie of that one, but um, I yeah. think there's a very similar dialogue in that. Yeah, and they just ran with it for a whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> this one. Let's make a um, movie out of that one line. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Chester starts laughing about it uh, and Jesse uh, gets angry mm-hmm. um, and they realize they need to be back in the state of mind they were in last night to re- retrace their steps to find their car. Um, and they decide to go to Nelson's house, uh, yeah, to do it. And that's very, um, that's very, what's it called? Beer fest where he has to get drunk to remember how to get into the beer fest. Itself. There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just, I was trying to think of what it was. There's also something where in one movie they try to hypnotize someone. Like they try to hypnotize someone through getting high, but I can't remember which movie that is, but 
I'm sure. Look at that. Look at Pina tires. Yeah. I'll, yeah. <laughs> again, I, actually, I won't do that on the work computer. I won't do that on. <laughs> okay, on that's the, fair enough. Um, it's a casual one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they decide they're going to walk to Nelson's, um, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do mm-hmm. it." Oh no, so yeah, so they start walking, and then you hear like the music like sort of taper out, and they're like. Dude, I'm sick of walking. Me too. And like, they've just passed their house. It's like three steps away from the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, very Homer Simpson-esque. I think when he decides to go for a run. Um, and he goes... Yeah, there was this uh, episode of uh, Malcolm in the Middle where they go to NASCAR. Yep. And they're all like G'd up watching the NASCAR. And then like all this time goes. Yeah. And they realize it just goes to like lap two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they get lost. They get found. And then, yeah, it's like lap two mm. or three. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, so they say Mrs. Crabbleman. They're like, oh, hey, it's Mrs. Crabbleman. Mm-hmm. She give us a lift. And they're looking at each other. They're like, Mrs. Crabbleman. And she just <laughs> she just veers off to the right and like runs him over. Um, and he's like, oh, I guess she didn't see me. And she just goes, fuck it, stoners. <laughs> That's what I got. Uh, I got Mrs. We're both early for our hibbits on this one. Yeah. But I got uh, Mrs. Crabbleman nice. as my uh, hibbit. So she's Linda Porter. Yeah. Um, she started acting in 1989 nice. um, at 69 years old, uh, which is really cool. Never so my my assumption from my two minutes of research for Linda is that she retired from her job um, and decided to do a bit of acting in her retirement. Uh, that's my assumption. Uh, but uh, Linda has passed away a few years ago. Um, RIP to her. Um, but she was in Bits and Pieces. Um, she was in Superstore Twins uh, with... Uh, Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger, um, and the truth about cats and dogs. But yeah, the fucking Snowders uh, got it for me. Uh, then I think the uh, and then pretty much the same thing happens with the yeah. Bing- the Binglemans with uh, Jesse gets yeah. run over, and then they go, maybe we should just walk, and then they start walking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go to Nelson's house, which is their mate. And he's some sort of stoner shaman guy. Love his backyard um, too. Yeah, like, like a like big vibe. Sick. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he talks like Yoda. So he talks like back to front yeah. all the time. And that comes up in the movie a few times. Um, but he's trying to get them to some sort of meditation uh, to get back into their state of ni- uh, mind. Uh, but they see his dog just laying there. Just like a dog lays there. It's not that crazy. That Dogs lay down all the time. Um, but they start poking in the bed. It's like, boop, when they start Sorry, poking it. Just look. Can you see? I don't know if you can see my dog at the... Oh, I just moved the bastard. Nah. It was just KO to lie down. That was a <laughs> oh, I went to ruin a gag on your bales. Oh, ruined it. Um, but yeah, they, it's like poking it in the bell going, boop, um, and just throwing stuff at it yeah. uh, to wake it up. And they ask him if his dog's dead. It's like, no, he's not dead, man. It's like Jack, Jack. What's his name? Jacko, yeah. Jackal, Jackal, like Jackal. A, you know, like Family Guy when he's trying to guess something. Is it Jackal? A Jackal? Yeah, Jackal, Jackal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't right the first time. Wasn't uh, right the other seven times. But said- it's weird. It's weird. Like sometimes it's a real dog, and sometimes it's this yeah. weird animatronic thing. Yeah, I don't know what they're it's going like, for. It's pretty much anyway. whenever he's like stoned or doing something sketchy, it's like yeah. this animated dog. It looks pretty. <laughs> yeah, cool. they couldn't like- really put a pipe in a yeah. dog's mouth. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a pretty good dog if they could train to get stoned and act like that. Yeah. Um, but he goes, does he know any tricks besides not moving? Uh, and then he makes him... No, he doesn't make him, but he starts smoking his uh, dog pipe and it's a pipe, the shape of a dog. Yeah, come get your pipe. Um, yeah. Uh, come get your pipe. Uh, and then Chester tries to take the pipe off him, 
uh, but he's very protective and he yeah. gets really angry at Chester. Um, Before that, he goes as well, can he also oh. bung a beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, he just sort of lays around yeah. all day. Um, but then they go off to eat um, and we see the the dog have some sort of, uh, so, uh, not psychiatric, Jesus, um, what's so, it called? Hallucinogenic. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I think he's smoking something a bit stronger than weed yeah. if he's having hallucinations. Well, when you consider if we were to smoke weed to a dog of that size, maybe it's really, yeah, <laughs> maybe it's really got him off his guts. All right, well, that's it. You have to get you have to get your dog high, yeah. and we'll see how he hallucinates. It's a classic. Uh, it's classic Hollywood. Uh, get high and hallucinate. Yeah, in, uh, yeah I hate mode. that stuff. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we go get some Chinese food. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was Chinese food, and there's a song "Voodoo Lady" by Ween playing, which is a pretty good song. What a what a band name! It's almost like we got like a lady. That's all I remember. Shake them in the thing with them, we go crazy. This That's one is in uh, Beavis and Butthead as well. I can actually remember this being in the Beavis <laughs> and Butthead fair. movie. So I'll be looking. I'll look it up. It. All I can remember from that one is <laughs> Roller Coaster of Love. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, That's got some good ones too. Yeah. That's got a. That's, I think that's not on our list, but I think it needs to be. Not necessarily uh, yeah. soon, but it'll be there. Uh, anyway, Chinese food. Uh, so we get there, and she, they get a up to a drive-through Chinese food, which I've never seen before, but I love. The yeah, idea. I wrote I, I wrote the exact same thing. I've yeah. never heard of a, chi- a Chinese food drive-through, but anyway, I think drive-throughs now is probably not as important now with Uber Eats, like Rock and everything. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, how may I help you? And there's the whole uh, and then sort of scene um mm-hmm. so there are chinese characters in this scene and the character uh, on the box and the characters read hi you in mandarin can be translated is there anything else or as she says and then amazing that's so good <laughs> um anyway he's ordering all the food they're just doing all this like big order and she's like mm-hmm. and dan he's like and actually i think that's about it he's like and then he goes no no that's it um and then no and then he's like uh and then there's nothing else because I'm done ordering. And then, um, <laughs> so he basically repeats all the order again. And then uh, Nelson goes, and the cookie's fortune. And, he's like, and yeah, the yeah. fortune cookies. <laughs> and he's like, and then you can put it in a brown paper bag and serve it to me because I'm done ordering or something like that. He's like, um, and then he's like, listen, lady, I refuse to play your Chinese food mind games. He's like, and then, no one then, and then, no one then. And he's like, back and forth and she does like a sassy and then she's like and then like that <laughs> um yeah. and he goes listen lady you're really starting to piss me off and then she says and then he's like and then i'm gonna come in there and put my foot in your ass if you uh say and then again and she just stops for a little bit and then she just starts repeating it over and over again and just basically te- te- <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then and then and then and then and then as they're leaving there's just a and then. <laughs> Which I'm still yeah. starting to think, how's that a good business model as well? <laughs> it's not. How do you? Uh, what's <laughs> what's the not. end game there? Like, what what's your end? What's your finish? I really want to know what know. they need to say to get their food. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they get kicked out of uh, Nelson's car. So he shouldn't have gone crazy on that speaker box. He goes, "Yeah, it's like I'm not the one that called the Dalai Lama an F slur." We <laughs> say that. Um, like, I was just kidding around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nelson didn't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we see probably the best named character in any movie we've done yet, uh, Christy Boner, um, who is just some like the hot chick. Like every movie has like the hot chick in the neighborhood. It's like the um, um, it's like the super bad chick that had to get her breast. Yeah, that's juice. what I thought about it too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly the same. Um, and like sexy thing by Rod Stewart's playing in the background. 
Um, and she waves at them and she's like, they're not waving at us. Maybe she's waving at other people, people she usually waves to. Um, but yeah, there's the guy in the background with the jackhammer uh, fucking up the pipes because he's too focused on her. Um, and he tells them about, they say, oh, I was like, great having you at the party last night. He goes, oh, have you seen my car? She goes, yeah, I saw the back seat. Um, so something happened there. Hello. And they're not great boyfriends. They're like oh. talking about how... Uh, they met Christy Boner in the back seat, and they're always trying to hook up with those yeah, space they're... chicks as well. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Um, anyway, I, yeah, he goes, yeah. and I like how he goes. No, I'm talking about the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I saw it last night. It's like, I'm talking about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, she goes, "I oh, want you buy another car with all the money you guys had last night," um, and tells them she they had a suitcase uh, full of money, and they gave her five hundred dollars to show her. Uh, Hoo-hoos, as they say in the movie. And I like how later on she calls them sensitive guys, but like they're paying him, like, for, yeah, giving him money yeah. to show boobs like, to him. Like. Which just sh- shows how bad Tommy is, yeah. I guess. What a piece. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's saying, basically saying like, oh, I don't remember anything. And he's like, well, maybe this will jog your memory mm-hmm. and just starts making out. Um, and Chester, mm-hmm. Chester just getting not- nothing at the side. And it's a bit of a theme yeah. throughout the whole movie as well. Um, and mm-hmm. then next thing she's like... Uh, She's like, oh, maybe this will refresh your memory and gets them to grab her boobs. Um, and I like how Chester's like, I'm a little fuzzy too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is where typical frat guy Tommy rocks up. Um, mm-hmm. And they're doing the stoner bashing time. And <laughs> these guys as well remind me of the posers from Harold and Kumar. The uh, the extreme guys. It's like, oh, extreme. What's the... Uh, it's the same director, isn't it? So that makes there sense. There you go. <laughs> yeah. He loves them. Um, anyway... Stoner bash time. We find out that Tommy is her boyfriend and they mm-hmm. basically give him a warning. She's like not into Tommy at all anymore. Um, yeah. And they, they give him a warning saying next time it'll be Stoner Basher time and puts garbage bins over their heads. Um, mm-hmm. As when they leave, I like how they go, dude, you just touched Christy Boner's hoo hoo. Shippy. Low five. And they do like a little low five underneath the garbage bins. Um, Under the bins, yeah. Yeah. They walk into a table and then he just walks into a table and just sort of. Don't try to take the garbage bins off. Just continue. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, they're sort of trying to work out what happened uh, with all the money. And then as they are looking through their pockets to find out, sort of very hangover again. So hangover did take a, mm-hmm. bit, a fair bit from this uh, movie, I reckon. It's true. Um, and they find the uh, Kitty Cat Club matchsticks from their pockets, mm-hmm. which is the yep. animated cat that was in the starting scene. So then you're starting to think, oh, maybe there's something to that starting scene. <laughs> There's a lot to it, I think. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> pretty much says, pretty much the, says the whole movie. <laughs> um, so they go to the kitty cat club uh, and it's like, no way, like we were here last night mm. and they walk in and all the strippers stop and say, oh, look, it's Mr. Jesse and Mr. Chester <laughs> and everyone in there starts clapping. I'm like, there's no way the strippers are that hot in the middle of the day. <laughs> and, if like, just, yeah, there's no, and also if they just work the night shift to like 4am, they're not getting up for the early morning shift as well. Yeah, remember and there's like it's like thirty of them out on the floor, and there's three guys <laughs> yeah. in there. So that's not, not quite at the efficient mind. club, the kitty kitty cat club. Um, yeah. So the yeah they go just to the bar, and the bartender says they know him as well. Uh, and then a stripper called Tanya comes up and asks if they enjoyed themselves last night, um, and asks Jesse if he remembers a super slippery lap dance. 
Um, he had, um, and she starts making out with Jesse as Chester's always there missing out yeah. <laughs> probably for the best on this one. Um, and she goes off to give him another, um, super slippery lap dance. And just, uh, Chester goes, what about my super slippery lap dance? Uh, and he looks over and three girls just drop water, <laughs> uh, like over their boobs in a white top. Yeah. Uh, very weird scene. <laughs> Uh, so then Tanya takes him to the back room and he's basically all excited and then uh, it's got a deep voice and grabs him he's like where the hell's my money he's like what's going mm-hmm. on it's like oh I'm a gender challenge I'm a gender challenge male I think she says yeah um, so that's why I'm saying it yeah, yeah. like I'm surprised they said it like yeah, that in this movie yeah wasn't, uh, yeah they weren't always so sensitive but in this case they were yeah um so basically said that I had the two of you sneak the suitcase of $200,000 of stolen money out, but you never showed to the meetup. Um, which I might, if these guys were that smashed, how could you have <laughs> decided these were yeah, the ones Yeah, why the are you putting out? it together? Yeah, exactly. Unless yeah. it's a genius move and she's like, it's it's worth it because no one's ever going to think that these guys are... <laughs> anyway. Um, well, that's a, I don't want to spoil it. I don't, it doesn't matter at this point. But this storyline has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. No, yeah, this, it's nothing. a subplot. It's t- this is really a subplot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, so Jesse, uh, they basically saying like, I don't know where the suitcase is. I was wrecked. And Jesse's dancing mm-hmm. on the stage. Oh, sorry. Chester's dancing on the stage and he's doing like his really cool sort of 90s uh, dance moves mm. with all the yeah, other girls. Yeah, I like girls. this part. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, she basically says, you need to get the briefcase and give it to me or else bad things will happen to you. Um, mm-hmm. and then there's, uh, Jesse grabs Chester, says they need to get the briefcase. He's like, come on, it's an emergency. He's like, no, this is an emergency. It's a breakdancing stripper emergency. <laughs> <laughs> that's an important emergency. That's, yeah. That's gotta be, that's gotta be like code red. That's top of your priority list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they leave the club, um, and they recount, like they do this a lot when they leave a scene, they recount what they just did and like what the, the plan is. Yeah, it happens a lot um, and it just keeps building and building as they're going on. Yeah. But they just say, what's the last thing we remember from last night? It's going to the twins' house and they have to go to the twins' house with a present. Yeah. Um, and they check their pockets and they got $1.39. <laughs> um, so what are they going to buy with $1.39? Um, they go to the twins' house and their front yard's just trashed. Um, and their little fence to get in is broken. And a guy falls from the roof, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty he sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we go cat, into the girls' house. there too, so you could imagine that he's Oh, was it? <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy's going to be roasting anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they go into the girls' house um, and it's all clean. So they've been cleaning all morning. Um, they give the girls a box of chocolates. I'm like, That's a decent box of chocolates for $1.39. Yeah. Mm, but they ate all the dark ones because they know the girls don't like it, but the dark ones are the only ones that the girls do like. <laughs> and then Chester says, you can use the box to keep your ribbons. So like, that's, as, that's as much as he knows about girls. It was sweet. Is that they're all just really into sweet. ribbons? Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. Um, but yeah, the, girl, the twins complain that um, they forgot their presents and mm. forgot the anniversary. Um, but yeah, the girls have already cleaned up the house um, and all they have to do is take out the trash. Mm. Um, he goes, oh, you go, you girls, put your feet up, um, and we'll take out the trash for you. Um, so he goes to them, taking out the trash, which is like ten bags of rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Where 
if they just did this maybe two at a time, yeah. three at a time, <laughs> at um, they should be fine. But all it's just like when you're bringing in the uh, groceries, you have to bring it all in one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like a loser. The pinky fingers yeah, holding very similar vibe. Yeah. Bag back in the day, yeah. It was... It's got the milk in it. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh no, <laughs> I chose the well, wrong one for the pinky. One. Just take the one with the bread. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, as they're doing this, one bottle cap falls out and saying, like, let it go. He's like, nah, we're not leaving them behind. So they they get, they're getting that it. Mountain Dew money, I reckon. Yeah, they got the Mountain Dew bottle cap for Very, uh, very Seinfeld, mm-hmm. that one Mother's Day episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. You just shoehorned got it, a got it. Seinfeld <laughs> reference in there. Um, anyway, so they're trying to grab it, but they're knocking shit over. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they fall backwards and they pop the bag. You can sort of hear it. And then all these, like, dirty bin juice just starts bin juice. pissing yeah. out everywhere um, and then Chest has a turn to get it um, and he finally gets it and he's like yeah we did it it's like really emphatic music and then you just see the girls going oh my god and as soon as they say that all the trash just falls mm-hmm. down onto uh, the ground and I like how they go mm-hmm. diving out the house now I'm like there's no way these girls yeah. are just, like literally <laughs> it's like they the throw about that <laughs> like uh, uh, Mr. Banks in a Fresh Prince of Ballet, how he throws Jazzy Jeff out of the house. Oh, I haven't. I don't I know remember. if you know that one. It wasn't one of my big ones. Sorry. Oh, uh, no. oh yeah, it's yeah. like they get thrown out of the house by yeah. uh, girls. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we talked about as well that new Fresh Prince that's on that's coming out the dra- the dramatic oh, one. Well, it's it's out. So mm. if you don't know it's already out, that's probably a, not go. a good sign. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not interested. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's fair to say. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so kick him. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah so sweet. Um. Anyway, they kick him out, and then he does the old three words: anger management. Yeah, that and, was good. Uh. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Um. So they get thrown into a van. Um, with a bunch of dudes introducing themselves. So it's Zanov, Zalmina, Zalnor. Zilbor and Jeff. And I like how it's got every, when they introduce Jeff, it's like it's like a bow, no, like a little sound. Like a little and he does the whole yeah. he does the whole hey. <laughs> hey. And I uh, I chose uh Jeff as my MVP. Okay. So we have James Vincent, uh James Vincent. He hasn't been in too much, yeah. um, but he played two different roles called Turtle. Okay. Uh, so that's that's his claim to fame. But I think every time I think about this movie, I think about Jeff yeah. and I think of Zoltan. Um, and every scene he's in is funny and it's pretty hard to get an MVP out of Jesse and Chester. You might have one. I've got one later Um, that we'll compare when we get there. Yeah. All right. The MVP for this one is similar to like a, um, what's the one with Jeff Daniels and, uh, Dumb and Dumber where it's like, it's just them the whole way. And like, there's only people coming Mm. in and out. So you sort of have to yeah. give it to someone that has a little snippet. Uh, I think it was the same as Vinnie Jones in uh, Eurotrip. There was just those, the whole yeah. crew. So um, anyway, when we get to the other one, it's not a bad shout because everyone remembers Jeff as well. So it's a pretty yeah. fair shout for MVP. Um, but they're talking about, I didn't get all the dialogue here, um, but they're talking about how something about outer space and their yeah. protectors or I something could, along I'll, those lines. I couldn't do yeah. this one. I got a little bit. So basically saying yeah. like they're just space nerds and, they're doing the whole Zoltan yeah. with like the big Z. I like that. that a pretty Imagine cool you just, I was like, I can take this part. Anyway, they're just space yeah. so Back to you, Adam. Um, yeah. And they're talking Zoltan. about hey, they're in possession of the continuum transfunctional, which is uh, one of the first times we hear about mm-hmm. this. It sort of goes into the main plot. Um, yep. And they're like, <laughs> like Jess, Chester goes, hey, have you ever been to Uranus? Uh, it's meant <laughs> yeah. to be really nice this time of year. Um, and he said, basically saying that last night you were in possession. We had, we could, we intercept the transmission that last night you were in possession of the continuum transfunctioner 
They say the continuum transfunction is a mysterious and powerful device, and its mystery is exceeded only by its power. Um, that's the last time mm-hmm. I'm going to say that, but they say it a lot throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, I just yeah, we'll pop it up there to start. Um, so basically, they're saying that danger follows the continuum transfunctioner and that you need to keep a lookout and give them a call and trust no one. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff goes, except for us. He's like, oh, yes, good point, mm-hmm. Jeff, except for us. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned it, but every time they say the word Zoltan, who is their leader, they do the Zoltan hand signal, yeah. which was a big thing. I did that heaps yeah, as a kid. Uh, um, and Jeff, Jeff's just that little bit late on it as well. Like, it's, like, it's like Zoltan. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how the guy driving the the van does it as well. He's like, it does it quick and yeah. then he goes back to steering. <laughs> yeah. So they like legally have to do it to stay in the crew. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they get dropped off by um, the space. I think we start calling these guys the space, space nerds. nerds. Yep. I called them like Zoltan and the boys. I don't know what I was writing from later on in the movie. Zoltanians, Zoltanians. Um, but they get dropped Zoltanus. off again. Um, and right out the front of some sort of clothes shop. But they're talking about how they recap the events again. I'm like, who's this for? Is it for the movie? It's yeah. like, it's not too complicated. So how many Plus, not that complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, is that Zoltan's in there now? <laughs> um, but uh, Jesse says that maybe they should cut back on the shibbying um, just because they don't know what's going on. And then Chester smacks him. He's like, oh, dude, I needed that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then the Asian guy comes out of the store. It's like, lucky they dropped him off right there in yeah. front of this store. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he says he made some special suits for them um, and they go in and start getting changed. Yeah. Um, and this is the one of the other biggest scenes, yeah. similar to the dude where's my car, where they both have uh, back tats. And so just, uh, Chester says sweet and Jesse's says dude. And it's like, what does my dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet. What about mine? Dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweeter. What does mine say? Dude. And yeah. So what do I say? Sweet. And then they just start fighting. Punch the shit out of each other. Um, yeah. So this is another little fact I got. So when Ashton Kutcher first read the script for the film, he almost turned down the role of Jesse. Uh, because he found it to be very stupid. However, when he read the You Got a Tattoo scene, he could not stop laughing and agreed to take on the part. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, I'll be Mark. I don't want to be Jesse. Yeah, yeah. It's too silly of a character. <laughs> Mark? Is that is later on? Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, they get... Uh, the Asian guy makes them these Adidas tracksuits. Um, I'm like they could they look a bit too fresh they could have been a bit more Slavic sort of looking Um, but I don't know Um, he goes number one extra special looking guys Um, and he goes you guys were very lumps up doy last night and it says like (laughs) so I don't know how accurate that is Uh, Um, if I could uh, look up the the words I could probably try to translate it now Um, he said I'll put the secret pockets in there for you as well so they go into these secret pockets and the first thing he pulls out, I think it's called a gyroscope. The ones that sort of... Uh, it's a uh, kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope, that's it. Yeah, um, very close. Yeah, so Sorry. he's uh, looking at that. And then I like how Mr. Lee's laughing, like really happy. And like all the faces are mushing together yeah. as he's doing it. Um, he pulls out a dove and it flies away. Oh, and it flies away and there's this nice music. And then it hits the uh, window and they all just like shrug it off like, meh. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we f- he finds a Rubik's Cube, which he's uh, pretty much fascinated with for the remain uh, that's Chester for the remainder of mm-hmm. um, for the remainder of the movie uh, says that they paid in cold hard cash and that he didn't see the car 
um and mm-hmm. the next thing you know jesse's got a gets a phone call he's like dude we got cell phones and he goes that's not all we bought uh and then we immediately mm-hmm. hear buster move by young mc playing yeah what a song oh it's um, a tune. i can't wait to put this one on <laughs> yeah and it's a bit of a uh, so we got our montage scene of the movie. Every scene has to have a montage. Every movie has a montage, but it's a pool party mm-hmm. with a some sort of hip hop music video theme to it. Yeah, very it's, odd one. It's weird. It's, it has a lot in the outtakes as well, like the credit scene as well. Yeah. it's just like a really sort of them just weird fucking scene. around. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think like uh, Chester's wearing grills, mm-hmm. and Jesse has like twisty little dreadlock things going on in his hair yeah. which they don't have after this scene by the way um so i don't know where they went and they do this weird um like he's coming with the sunscreen when all the girls are like over yeah. the top of him like it shoots out of the uh, sunscreen bottle very weird scene yeah um and then the next one we have uh little things by good charlotte playing See, a lot of good songs yeah. in this one Not bad. um but uh we have them stop at the lights and fabio the male model um, and I'm surely, surely he's with another model as well. I yeah. tried to look her up, but I couldn't quite find her. Uh, but they sort of have a uh, dick measuring contest. So they have a, a rev off. So they both rev their cars. Um, and then he puts, Fabio puts his arm around the model. Um, and Jesse does it to Chester. Fabio and the model start making out. Um, and I like how they're looking at them making out. Like, all right. Yeah. Uh, they're making <laughs> out. This. Yeah, and then they look at each other um, and the boys start a massive make-out session just as the chorus drops in little things as well. Yeah. It's like perfect timing. <laughs> uh, and then Fabio drives off. Yeah, they're wrapped as well. They got him. <laughs> yeah, they got him. <laughs> so it's just sort of after the joyride, they're sort of um, uh, talking about their alter egos. He said, mine's Johnny mm-hmm. Potsmoker. Uh, mine, no, yours no, yours is Johnny Pot Smoker, mine's Smoky McPipe, something like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Chester's still trying to figure out the Rubik's Cube. And this is where we see the mm-hmm. women in black jumpsuits uh, asking for them, so asking, selling them that they are going to give them uh, erotic pleasure and all they want is the continual mm-hmm. transfunctioner. Um, yep. It's like, who are you guys? And they say, like, we are not guys. We are incredibly hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's a bit of back and forth and then she ends up taking the icy pole from uh oh, this is giving me head doing my head in jesse and then uh she swallows yeah. it whole and uh takes a yeah she out. pretty much deep throats the uh icy pole all i can think about is brain freeze the whole time i'm just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had a smoothie before and i got a brain yeah. freeze so i don't know what she's doing with the whole icy pole uh i was actually thinking how they did that because it was one take i reckon there was like a bit of foam or something and then like they did a quick cut i don't know but it was impressive let's uh we'll just let our imaginations yeah, run I'll for that one <laughs> um and then they're like first you give us a continuous transfunction then we'll give you the pleasure um it's like well first you give me the pleasure uh then we'll give you the continuous transfunction like no and it's like how about this you uh this is chester you give me Mm -hmm. the pleasure uh then i'll give you the continuous transfunction then if there's time you can take care of my friend here (laughs) um and that's where jesse pulls him aside and says dude Mm -hmm. uh like you know i don't trust them the space nerd says only trust them and he's like, come on, they're offering us oral pleasure. And then he's like, all right. And then they turn back around and they're just gone. And they're just like, oh, where'd mm-hmm. the, where the hot chicks go? Uh, and this is where the stripper returns. I forgot her name already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanya. Uh, Tanya. Yeah. Tanya. Tanya. Yeah. And she's like Tara? grabbing them and lifting them both up at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and that's then the cops arrive. And then they're like laughing and they're like, oh, they've got you. They're going to um, take you away. Um, 
and then this is where the cops actually take the boys away and jesse goes i saw this on cops hit him hit um hit hard and hit back it works well (laughs) (laughs) so the next scene they're in the uh, police department and they're getting interrogated um and they just say they can't remember anything from last night uh and the copper says that um, their car was part of a major drug deal. And I thought, is this another part of the plot that I don't remember? Yes. But no, it doesn't really go anywhere. Um, and they say, you know, they continue to say they can't remember. So the cop says they have to do things the hard way. Mm-hmm. And they have the other interrogating cop put on these. They're not boxing gloves, but similar to sort of MMA gloves MMA, or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so they think the cop's going to start beating him up. But he brings out a mannequin and he just starts beating the shit out of it. And it's like head starts like <laughs> swirling. Um, they're like, do you, do you remember now? And it's like, no. Um, and they spill like hot coffee on it. But like to show that it's hot coffee, he has a sip <laughs> yeah. of it first and he like hurts his lip. He's like, oop. Um, and then he spills it on the mannequin. Um, and it's like, do you remember now? They're like, no. Um, and then they put out a ciggy on, his, on the mannequin's arm. And the arm shrivels up. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they just did that or they had to put that extra, but it was yeah. a pretty cool... Uh, I was thinking that too. I was like, bit. surely they don't have an inflatable mm. mannequin like there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and this is where, that's where Jesse sort of... Uh, Jesse comes in like, hey, leave him alone. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> um, it's just such a silly scene. It's like something that should be out of like um, Police Academy or yeah. like Airplane or something. Yeah. It's just a very, very airplane, slip, that's right. slapstick silly. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so yeah. the whole thing was they were asking about where they were in between 12 and 2 a.m. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this the other guy comes in and goes, oh, here are the whips you guys wanted. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's the donut guys. He's like, the donut guys? Like, yeah, these are the guys that shouted all the cops donuts yesterday. He's like, what time was this? Mm-hmm. And he goes, must have been between the hours of 12 a.m. and uh, sorry, midnight and 12, uh, 2 a.m. Um, yeah. And he's like, damn it. He's like, uh, and I'm like, you can leave. And as they're leaving, Chester goes, Hang in there, bro. <laughs> to the meeting. Yeah. Um, and that cop apologizes. Um, it's like some other cops screw up. He goes, we've got the real criminals over there. So why would you have the real criminals over there yeah, just and interrogating these guys? Straight away, know, like work. have them in the, in the inter- like already in the police station. Yeah. Like. Um, but And the real criminals was a, a dwarf and a skinhead. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> um, and they say it's all because of uh, cop, uh, this cop called Rick's fault. <laughs> Um, and they say they know where their car is and the car is like, all right, um, Drew Carey looking cop. Yep. That's the best I could describe yeah, him. I love this guy. Um, but Rick, he, he, yeah. Rick's got a good big place in my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's saying, okay, we can get your car back for you guys. Did you say you want your car back or you want it impounded? <laughs> um, because yeah, they want their car back. It's like, good thing is you can get your car back in a couple of days. Like we need our car now. Um, and he offers them donuts. And it's like, oh, he goes like, Bavarian cream. It's yeah. like, that's a good pick. Um, and then, yeah. They're sort of like, oh, okay, let's, so, let's, let's shake on it. Uh, and he does yeah. like a psych. And he goes, oh, who's, oh, yeah, that's who's it. the goose? Me. <laughs> As Chester's got a, like a mouthful of donut, he goes, you're such a goose, Rick. <laughs> I, don't know, I think it's actually like a, I think they actually broke character there. I think, um. Ashton Kutcher broke yeah. character there because he's just pissing himself <laughs> at him just losing it. <laughs> um, the next scene, they're at Mr. Pizza Coley's restaurant. Um, oh, it's at Mr. Pizza Coley's restaurant. Um, yeah. And the chicks, the hot chicks come in and say say to him, do you know where Jesse and Chester is? And, they, and he points to Tommy and says, oh, they might know uh, where he is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I like how Tommy's recapping over everything. He goes, and then I said, later, dude. <laughs> um, so like, uh, I think I think she runs off. What's her name? Uh, Christy. She runs. Yeah, off she's like her. she talks about how like they're mm. yeah you should be more sensitive like those two guys and Christy storms off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, yeah, basically says, all right, new plan. We're gonna go find Jesse Chester, Stone and Bastion time. And then the uh, hot chicks come over and they offer the boys uh, the same deal as Jesse and Chester essentially. Um, yeah. That's if they find the continuum transfunctioner. Um, and they said, all right, new plan. We'll go find the stoners, uh, get the continuum transfunctioner and all that. And then uh, Tommy stitches them up and says, oh, I think I know I think I think know where you can find them. Um, and yep. actually send it to a blind picnic day. Yeah, so the twins work at St. Margaret's School for the Blind. Um, and they're having this, uh, yeah, some sort of picnic day. Um, and they're all the kids are playing sport. Um, and one of the kids is trying to play T-ball and it's the sound to go off and he hits the ball based on the sound. Yep. Um, and some guys are getting him on to do it. And then his phone rings and the guy gets hit in the balls. <laughs> uh, classic ball gag. It's like, we just need someone to get hit in the ball gag in this movie. Right in it. Um, and they're at this scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we got this uh, <laughs> this little thick blind kid. Yeah. Um, and he's, uh, there's like, they ask him like, have you seen the twins or Jesse and Chester? I Jesse don't know. And Chester. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, oh, it's like, he's trying to touch their face to realize um, what they look like. He goes, wow, you are hot. <laughs> uh, when he's touching their face. Um, and he has to go and he tries, tries to go down and touch their boobs. It's like, yeah, this is how blind people shake hands. Yeah. I like how he does that. Um, uh, he's like, they're like, is this normal? He's like, oh yeah. Yeah. This is how blind people shake hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very Chris Farley-esque thing about yeah. it. It's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the guy, uh, mm-hmm. the girls see that and they start to run over the twins. And then uh, the guy that got hit in the nuts is asking for help and then gets kicked by someone sliding on the... Yeah. <laughs> Again, just another little uh, slapstick bit there. Um, anyway, twins come over and then they say, basically say that they're hot chicks and that they want to meet Jesse and mm-hmm. Chester. So then the girls are cracking the shit some even more. Yep. Um, and they it's like, oh, it's like they don't know where they are and they don't care where Jesse and Chester are. Anyway, um, so they go to call Nelson on their newly found mobile phones um, and Tommy answers um, and all the boys are sort of laying on um, Nelson and give him a noogie and all that like childhood bullying. Um, And he goes, where's the uh, continuing transfunctioner? Mm. And then I think uh, Jesse or Chester go, no no hard blowing glass. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, and then uh, Tommy has uh, Jacko's pipe, and uh, Nelson goes, "Get your uh, get your pipe, Jackal." And then you hear him go, "Ah, oh, my balls!" <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if this is where "Ah, my balls" came from, or it was just a classic thing. But I remember hearing "Ah, oh, my balls" a lot, so I think it's those ones. Classic ball gag. Yeah. Um, so they know that Tommy's looking for the uh, continuum transfunctioner, um, and. Jesse goes, those sexy, sexy sluts. Yeah. Um, for <laughs> double, setting them double up. Double crossing sexy, sexy sluts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then we meet the weird German dudes, as we just called throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ask us, like, so you guys know about the continuum transfunctioner? And they say they're the keepers of the continuum transfunctioner. Um, and they're all that stands between them and the universe ending. Um, so they need to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the boys just say, screw um, screw the universe. Um, and they leave. 
And then the Jimmy goes like, screw the universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just make mention of the uh, German dude's uh, leather singlets as well? Like that is, and, yeah. and the glasses. It's a strong that look. Is, that is one yeah. strong look. It is, uh, it's, a, it's a good crew. Um, anyway, so they're back home and Jesse's watching, uh, sorry, Chester's watching the chimp using a tool, um, and mm-hmm. the twins walk in and confront them about the hop chicks and basically dump them immediately. Um, yep. and the guys are just like really down on themselves saying that they suck. Um, he's like, Oh, I've got a bad feeling in my stomach. He's like, maybe you should go sit on the toilet. He's like, no, it's love. <laughs> um, he's like, we can change. And then I like how Chester's just like, we can? <laughs> um he goes i bet you we did get them really cool gifts as well and he goes are they wrapped in really cool wrapping paper he goes yeah <laughs> yeah <they are. laughs> um and it's like all right so we're gonna go and we're gonna find our car um and we're gonna take it to the girls uh, and get them back and he's like hold on a second i gotta take a crap he goes i told you i know your body <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so they go to the impound lot, um, and the impound lady is that cop from the Hangover. Right. We mentioned it in Just the Hangover yeah. uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the same lady, and she plays pretty much the same character. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, in this movie, um, so they say their car. Um, oh, the officer Rick fucked up again, um, and their car was put up for auction um, and was sold. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says she can't give him the address of who bought it. Um, and he goes in to grab the sheet off it, uh, but she says she hits his hand away. Say the last guy that did that lost his fingers, yep. um, so she walks off. Um, and they say you know they could probably reach it. So Chester reaches in to grab the uh, address, and his arm gets stuck. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that Jesse does is start tickling him. Um, it's like they're in like this mortal situation <laughs> where they want their girls back, but he can't. Um, not tickle her yeah. <laughs> or tickle him um, so he starts doing that uh, but they try and get it before she comes back um, and she's coming back and they start spitting on his arm for lubrication like he didn't want to do it yeah. and then they just start doing it because they want to get away um, she says she spoke to her supervisor and she can get it for them he goes but the bad news is I have to confiscate your pinky <laughs> um, and they scream and end up getting out and run off and she just has this manic laughter yeah um, about her um, and then it goes um, to them leaving the impound lot yeah uh, so at this stage we see German dudes again um, and uh, they says oh you know what I do know somewhere where you can ask to find the continuum transfunctioner and then they uh, send him to the Chinese restaurant um, and they just sort of stand in there uh, then the creepy space nerds as they're driving are flanking them and mm-hmm. um, they're sort of just like oh whatever and then Jeff uh, pops out from the back and shocks them in the neck uh, with a taser. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this at this time, we can pretty much tell straight away that Chester's having a dream that uh, he's getting some mm-hmm. pleasure from the main hot chick. Um, <laughs> but then he sort of snaps out of it and they uh, wake up in some back shed. That's all we know. At the time. Yeah, best way to say about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're in their jocks in some sort of shed and a few thick boys come in with their um, interstellar jumpsuits, mm-hmm. which is just pretty much bubble wrap in like a black singlet. Um, uh, yeah, they asked, um, is this where Zoltan lives? Um, it's like, no, that's where his parents live. <laughs> um, they're going to a barn. He goes, 
is it red? It's like, no, then it's not a barn, uh, which is fair enough. I, do, I remember using that line a lot over yeah. the years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they say, oh, it's creepy in here. It's like, yeah, it's like a country music video. <laughs> That's a great comparison. Um, uh, but they go to a door um, and the thick boys uh, try to get the right key and they can't figure out what key it is. Um, and Jesse tries to get Chester's attention to knock them out with the fire extinguisher. Um, and like Chester just doesn't get it. It's like, oh yeah, it's a fire extinguisher. <laughs> um, um, and I like how Jesse walks over and like mimes yeah. it for him. Like he grabs it and he mimes it for him and then he goes back to his spot. <laughs> <laughs> just as bad as each other. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, the key's right. And then they end up losing it and Jesse just knocks them out himself. Yeah. Um, and they steal the, they don't know what to do. So they steal the thick boys outfits, which mm-hmm. is too big for them. Um, but all these sirens start going off and, um, the rest of the, what do we call them? Zoltanians? Yeah. Or whatever. Zoltanas. <laughs> yeah. Zoltanas. Yeah. It's good. I was using that. Um, but they go off to their big meeting. Yeah. Level yeah. seven meeting. Uh, and as they walk Ooh, in, we can hear the bubble bunch by Jimmy Spicer. <laughs> it's Bubble bunch. Yeah. Rock it. Such an 80s song. <laughs> yeah. It's very uh, Revenge of the Nerds sort of. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. One. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, the nerds are sort of entering through. Um, anyway, the ball dude, I think his name was Zoltar. Was that right? Or Z- yeah, something like that. I'm gonna anyway. say yes. No one's gonna correct you. <laughs> anyway, so he introduces uh, he introduces uh, Zoltan, and it's just like this young mm-hmm. dude uh, with a purple hood. Uh, that's that's pretty much the only difference to everyone else is he got this perfect hood over everyone else. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jeff is sort of playing along on the keyboard <laughs> as well at the same time. He's too into it. Yeah. yeah, and he doesn't take his cue to stop. Yeah, he's just playing too yeah. long. Um, yeah, and he's basically saying the time has come. Uh, he says. Well, everyone laughed at us uh, when we wore jumpsuits. Everyone laughed at us. Well, who's laughing now? And just no one says anything. And he's like, I tell you who's laughing now. We are. And we're like, Zoltan. <laughs> um, so they these people just know when to say Zoltan. And the boys are just a little bit mm. late because they're in this meeting as well. Um, yeah. In disguise. Um, saying, you know, it's it's time to fly with cool aliens that like us. And it's just so like, <laughs> so, so uh, sad. So sad. Yeah. Um, Anyway, the guy, the thick boys, as we were mentioning to them, uh, <laughs> mentioned him as, come in and uh, saying that they stole their spacesuits. He's like, no, we didn't. Yes, you did. No, we didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> just back and forth. He goes, hey, who are you going to... Sorry, I, I, need, I, yeah. I need a minute after that one. <laughs> I'm pretty good with... I'm, know you'll go, I'm pretty good you with You go full accent. character on that one, huh? Yeah. Yes, you did. Um, anyway, so, uh, they're like, come on, guys. Who are you going to believe, us or them? And they just immediately grab him, uh, Jesse mm-hmm. and Chester. Um, Zoltan says, uh, oh, so you're the famous Jesse and Chester, um, where we've been looking for you and basically says, you guys need to find the continual transfunctioner or your girlfriend's a history. And they've just got him wrapped up in Mm -hmm. bubble wrap, like around the mouth and yeah, (laughs) really weird. The arms. Um, and he's like, all right, now go and find the continual transfunctioner. And he's like, and can you please be quiet? Because my parents are taking a nap. <laughs> um, and as they're walking off, they're just like popping the guy's suits as they're leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at that time as well, the German dudes are there talking to the Chinese um, takeout mm-hmm. box. And she's just doing the whole and then thing. And they're just explaining yeah. how they can help. That's basically what it is. It's like, uh, do you have the continuous chance functioner? It's like, and Dan's like, oh, can I get an order of shrimp fried rice? Yeah. <laughs> that, guy's, that guy's a lot better. The other guy, the uh, guy in the yeah. maroon uh, singlet, he's a lot funnier. Yeah. 
He's got a good line later as well. <laughs> um, so they go to this uh, creepy house to pick up their car. And it's just got all these signs out the front, like trespassers will be persecuted or yep. something. Um, and Jesse goes, there's something very Canadian about this house. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. Um, so they jump the fence and sort of tumble in, but that's okay. Um, and they start hearing these like sounds in the back. Um, and Jesse puts that hand movement, like his arm up for them to stop. Mm. Um, but he ends up punching Chester in the face. Uh, but they keep hearing the bird noises and they realize that they're... Um, surrounded by ostriches mm-hmm. he goes dude it's like it's an ostrich like dude that's a llama <laughs> i was like no it's an ostrich um so yeah uh chester says he saw this thing on animal planet where if you stand perfectly still they'll get bored and go away um and it doesn't work and they get attacked by uh chester chester gets attacked i wrote the llama attacks him i must have been i'm um, agreeing with yeah. uh, jesse at this point um and they, yeah, they get all angry and they run away to hide in a car. Yeah. Uh, and they get surrounded again. They're called stupid llamas as well as, <laughs> as they're running yeah. away. Stupid llamas. Um, yeah, so they're, they hide in a car and then they think the ostriches are leaving. But then one comes through the uh, roof and like KOs them both. Um, mm-hmm. And then he's da- do have him the same daydream as before chester but it's an ostrich so yeah just a bit of it and it's in like this like african yeah. themed that, room uh, no, like no, similar no, to no, no. yeah like very it. similar to the houses in uh ace venture yeah, too right. to remind yeah. me of yeah um so anyway yeah. they wake up in the punishment room and they're locked in cages and we see a guy mark who's played by andy dick and he's actually yeah. my mvp for this movie he's uh he's you probably got, got the yeah. most gags like <laughs> as a non yeah. chester character um, but we'll get through the end and we can make our decision then. Um, so as Mark's in a cage, he's like, oh, this is where they keep the ostrich poachers. Um, he's like, I've been in a cage. I think he says three years. Exact, and it's like to the exact date. Yeah. He's like, oh, but who's counting, right? And he like does this weird laugh. Um, and he's like, oh, how's my breath? Oh. And he just sort of, yeah, just falls back. Yeah. Um, and he's like, tries to shake his hand and he like grabs him like through the cage. And this is where uh, Pierre comes in. It's a weird setup, this yeah. whole thing. <laughs> um, I know. Why is it a French dude? I thought he was like, when I first thought, it was like, maybe South African. Maybe he's French. But can- no, he's a French he's dude. French Canadian. Maybe they got it right. Oh, is it, is it a Canadian <laughs> vibe? You're right. Very right. Um, anyway, uh, he lets him go. Mark lets him go and says, it's not what it looked like. Well, it kind of is. Uh, how was your nap? He's like, shut up. <laughs> he um, he's like, well, somebody's a grumpy Gus today. They've got this really weird relationship. These two. Um, and he basically, uh, Pierre's like, you know what we do with uh, ostrich poachers in France? We shave their head. So he is French. Anyway, it was close. We, we had a good thing going. Um, no. We shave their head and we make them run through the fields. And he's it's, it's like, once you've witnessed this, oh. It's like, it wouldn't be that bad. Like, it, it's no, not, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, I'll like, do that for free. Don't <laughs> worry. I don't need to steal an ostrich to run around yeah, no. the field shaved. Uh, and Mark's, Mark goes, tell me about it. I used to model. <laughs> <laughs> um, he goes, lucky for you, I am an honorable man. He's like, sorry, what? Uh, I'm an honorable man. He's like, honorable, 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 honorable. And just like back and forth there. And he's like, I think you're trying to say honorable. <laughs> he's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, bad type. <laughs> um, he asks, he goes, I'm going to ask you guys a question. If you get it right, I'll set you free. If you're wrong, 
you'll be very you'll be uh, acquainted with the ever popular mark he goes i can be very nice and he's like rubbing his nipples <laughs> rubbing his nipples yeah. yeah um i never ever said as well i never ever think thought that i would say that andy dick is going to be the mvp of this movie i yeah. never thought i'd ever utter those lines but i'm giving him credit um he goes what is the average speed of a full-grown male african ostrich and he's like past me past me and like jesse's really like just looks like a proper stone he's like past a mark yeah. he's like you cannot pass <laughs> um uh it's like do i need to hose you down again he goes no don't hose me maybe later <laughs> maybe later yeah uh anyway so chester nails it he said he's like i think it's like 27 miles per hour or something like that yeah 27 miles per hour he does like a whole um it's like latin name the and everything yeah um just because he's a as we know he's an animal planet nerd yep. but he says 27 miles per hour i love it he goes, yeah that's what's like what yeah sorry go no mark's like wow I said brown. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the clincher for me. That's I, that's probably. Yeah. I think I used that in a couple of podcasts ago as well. That's one of my. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a go-to. That's a lamau. That was my one lamau for this mm-hmm. one. Uh, <laughs> um, and Pierre just loves it, and I like how he just like forgets about everything just because they got this one question right. Like everything that like, but like he stood for. My assumption is that if you're an ostrich poacher, you would know that information. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're not, you wouldn't know yeah. that. It's a weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make much sense. Yeah, I guess he's trying to say that like he learns about it and he loves him so much. But yeah, it just doesn't make yeah. sense, this whole thing. Um, yeah. He goes, oh, let me get you boys out. He goes, can I get you a beer? And then Mark goes, I'd like a near beer, please. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up. Uh, anyway, they let him out and they're walking off. And he's like, hey, nice to meet yeah. you guys. Yeah, yeah, email me, okay? Freakingcage.com. <laughs> and this is, actually a, this is actually a web address that led to a photo of Mark in a cage. Uh, but as of 2008, the link is now dead. So it was it was oh, up and running. I to search it. I might get a different website if I search that now. Yeah, so maybe, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll leave that. that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so as they're leaving, Pierre's showing the boys the card, but it's gone. He says he's so sorry. He feels terrible. Um, and they go, oh, is there anything in the car? He's like, oh, nothing except for this key. And it's uh, a key to Captain Stu's Spacerama. Mm-hmm. Do it is was the car just randomly stolen or was that part of the plot that like someone stole it? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it was just randomly stolen. Like it doesn't actually find out who stole yeah. the car, where it came no. from. Maybe the boys drove. But they it. get it back in the end. Maybe the boys drove it. Then they like, got impounded when they were drunk, just because they put it in the wrong spot, and then that's how it yeah. sort of went through. I don't know. It's still not, still not a yeah. Oh great. Um. Anyway. Anyway. We're at uh, Captain Stu's Spacerama. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a massive arcade place. It's more of a children's place. It's not really like a beer drinking place, is it? It is for children yeah. um, with part part and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one of the guys, one of the teens working there, says that they played an amazing round of putt putt last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go off to the locker to open up the locker, which they had the key for in the car. Uh, but they get confronted by, is it Tara? I think. Or Tanya, Tanya, I forget. Tanya um, and her boyfriend, Patty, who's another transgender person. It's very weird um, how they play this out. Um, but they opened up the uh, locker um, and they have the briefcase there, or the suitcase there, mm-hmm. um, and it gives it to him. But like, didn't they already spend like $100,000? Yeah. Like, you'd still be looking for the and rest of that no, money. Like, yeah, there was no like, question about it as well. Like, they've splashed cash yeah. like, uh, in... Um, Dumb and dumber. Dumb and dumber. So it's like, there's no IOUs. Yeah. It's just, but like, all of it's there. Imagine the uh, the briefcase said Samsonite on it. <laughs> That'd be sick. I was way off. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they, uh, she starts kissing the boys. Um, and then Patty and Tara or T- Tanya mm-hmm. start kissing each other. And it leaves this uh, fake smudge from Patty's beard. Um, very weird scene. Yeah. Um, but they're looking through their uh, what's left in the locker. And they have a bunch of uh, Captain Stew tickets to win a prize at the uh, arcade, which is like the biggest ripoff of all time. Yep. Um, <laughs> and they got a thing of jelly beans, which they open it up. And it, um, it's like those fake snake things. Yeah. It's like, jelly beans. No jelly no beans. Jelly beans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, like, yeah, he finds that sippy straw yeah. and he goes, cool straw. I'm keeping this. And he like looks left and right. Like he's not meant to be doing this. (laughs) Um, And they get uh, certificates that tells them they can speak Japanese um, and they start speaking Japanese, um, but there's no continuum transfunctioner. Um, But then they realize that what do we know about the uh, continuum transfunctioner? And then it's your speech from before that like no one really knows about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And they realize that no one knows what it looks like. So they pick out one of the um, ticket prizes um, from the arcade and use that. Yeah. Um, so they call um, the Zolt- Zoltanas Zoltan. <laughs> um, and and Tommy to let them know that they have it. Yeah. And like Zoltan's like, quick to my parents' minivan. Yeah. And then Tommy's like, quick to my stepdad's pickup truck. <laughs> very good. Very very jock s very mm-hmm. uh, player esque. Yeah. Um, so Chester says he's almost finished with Rubik's Cube and you can see he's only got like a couple mm-hmm. of sides to go. Um, yeah. Uh, and Jesse's like really wrapped. He's like, oh, I got you. He's playing uh, air <laughs> hockey. He's like, oh, you're, you're a tricky customer. He's like, you got me the first nine, but not gonna, not, not number 10. No, not going to happen. And he's just playing this like sweet little girl. Like, and she's just like <laughs> yeah. laughing and smiling the whole time. And I thought she was going to get my Glansberg and she might still. She was a... She, yeah, she just, uh, I'll give it to I that. didn't even try and look it up because I'm like, she's in it for a split no. second and she's laughing. I can't imagine. But yeah, I thought she was a good little, uh, I thought she was a good little Glansberg. Good sport. Edition, yeah. Um, anyway, Zoltan and his crew rocks up um, and saying, we've got the continual transfunctioner and they're sort of like, oh, like, because they have no idea what it looks like. Yeah. And they've got the girls. It's like, first you give us the continual transfunctioner, you give us the girls and then back and forth and then they do the same time swap. Mm-hmm. Um just like Newman and Kramer with the uh, speed helmet and the uh, speed helmet. <laughs> another uh, one. Another one. Just get it in there. Um, so uh, Tommy rocks up and um, basically punches the Zolt- punches Zoltan and says, now it's mine, nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're trying to leave with the girls, but then the hot chicks rock up. Oh, sorry. No. Mm-hmm. Um Tommy also gives them back Nelson because they got the continuous yeah, yeah, functional. Yeah. That's the trade there. Yeah, that's that trade. Yeah. Uh, and then the hot chicks go and then they try to go the other way and then it's the German dudes. Um, and then the German, the guy there, the the guy that, uh, the German dude that I like is just like, that's not the continuum transfunctional. It's not the continuum transfunctional. <laughs> yeah. Just a party pooper. And uh, they're trying to leave, but Tommy uh, snaps the fake continuum transfunctional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at this time, Mr. Nerd bashing yeah, time. Yeah, nerd bashing time. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, yeah. nerd bashing time because it's uh, the space yeah. nerds. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, and at this time, um, Mr. Pizza Coley comes in. He goes, "I got an order for a Smoky McPot." Um, and he's. Oh, like, I like how he says that too. Yeah. Like, Smoky McPot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, "Do you order pizzas?" He's like, "Yeah, dude. I thought we'd get hungry." He's like, "Oh, nice." And then <laughs> he's um, at this time, he's like, "Oh, I almost got it." And it's the Rubik's cube, and he finally nails it. 
and uh, mm-hmm. as he does it, uh, it's, that turns into a continuum transfunctioner, um, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it says that once all the space nerds say, or Zoltan says that once all the five crystals stop flashing, the universe will be uh, destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's uh, they don't know what to do with it, so they don't know who to give it to, either the Germans or the hot chicks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you can give it to us. Give it to us. Yeah. Give it to us. Stop copying us. Stop copying us. Bitch. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I like his little I bitch. About. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. Um, but yeah, he has to realize a test um, about last night to ask him a question to see who was really with them. And you got Jeff. He has like, you got to hurry. He's like, not now, Jeff. <laughs> um, so he goes, he asked them what was their score on the 18th hole of mini golf last night. Mm-hmm. And like everyone's panicking because it gets the last um, flashing light, yeah. and the German goes, "You got a hole in one," um, and he gives it to him, and they deactivate it, um, and everyone yeah. starts celebrating. Um, it's like, "Oh, how did you know?" Um, they'll tell him the truth because who got the hole in one? Mm. They get a lifetime supply of pudding. I feel like that's a lot of uh, putting on the line for what could happen. Like, how many holes in one are there in mini golf? <laughs> Um, so they're going through a lot of pudding, and, I think. Uh, the expiry date on that pudding surely isn't going to last the whole year as well. Oh, no. It's a lifetime supply. Oh, so like, do you get more like, after you finish? Yeah. It's a, it's a um, but yeah, the hot chicks um, start freaking out and screaming and they all morph together to become the uh, super hot giant alien <laughs> girl. And it becomes a whole different girl, Yeah, which is the weird part. Yeah, like, I can understand... As well. Yeah, <laughs> like the clothes change. I can understand if they all morphed into that one main hot chick, yeah. uh, but it becomes a whole different girl with like a two-piece like underwear, like a yeah. bra and like short skirt. Um, very weird. Um, but yeah, everyone starts freaking out inside um, the arcade and running away. Um, what was it, Jesse? Go, oh, Jesse goes. This is the biggest who who we've ever seen. Um, and then uh, Tommy. Um, he probably wants to like hook up, like looking at her like he wants to hook up with her yeah. and she eats Tommy. Um, and the German goes, it's like, we're going to use the power of the continuum chance functioner to banish her to Hopoken, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Lamau moment for me. Yeah, I, like, like, first, like, I love that one. I know it's, it's, uh, yeah, it stayed in my head as well. Like the actual, yeah. Um, yeah, the actual town. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she knocks out the German dudes. Um, and yeah, they're running out of the uh, yeah. you know, arcade. Yeah. And it's like a really weird scene where like she comes out of there like really low. Mm. And it's like a cool CGI shot. I thought it was like, it's not bad CGI. Yeah. Um, um, but she walks over this like kid and like the dad. Yeah. You want to say that one? Um, he goes like, dad, I want to take a ride on that. It's like, me too, son. Me too. It's like a weird upskirt shot of the giant alien. And I'm like, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, in your head, you think it's a giant alien, but like literally, they just got a girl to walk over and they just film yeah, underneath. Yeah, that's all. It, it's a green screen. Yeah. yeah so I don't know. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, everyone sort of follows the boys out as they're trying to mm-hmm. def- um, uh, keep the continuum transfunction away from them. Um, and everyone's following uh, the. Uh, they said you need to activate the photon accelerator annihilation beam. It's like the what? And Mr. Mm-hmm. Pizza Coley shouts it out back, and I was like, "New <laughs> photon accelerator annihilation beam, you fools!" <laughs> uh, and uh, there's like a tiny button that he can't reach. Uh, Chester can't reach, but then he has a flash back 
um, to you, the monkeys using sticks as tools. So yeah. he uses his straw that he says he was keeping and using it, saving it for later. Um, basically activates it and blows her up. And um, mm -hmm. Tommy goes flying as well because he's all gooey from mm -hmm. being swallowed by her. And basically they save mm -hmm. the universe. That's it. And we find out that Christy is with Nelson now. Mm -hmm. um, and Jackal pisses on Tommy <laughs> while he's laying there in goo. Um, and yeah, the Germans um, speak to the Zoltanas and say they're going to take them across the universe. Yep. Uh, and Jesse and Chester give the uh, German dudes the continuing transfunctioner back. Mm -hmm. um, and they say uh, they wanted to like, oh, can you answer our questions about the universe? Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's like, his question was, have you ever been to Uranus? <laughs> um, and they start laughing and then they get, all right, they got men in blacked, yes, uh, which is like, they blacked. got flashed. Yeah. Um, so they lose all their memory of that day. Um, and then it goes to the next morning and they're waking up the same as they did the night before. Yep. So it could have been that they weren't even wrecked that night. It could have just been they were flashed by the uh, continuing oh, transfunctioner yeah, dudes. Who sense. knows? But yeah, they're waking up like they're hungover again yep. and they forget what happened the night before. And do we see your boy Gene again? Yeah, I'm pretty Gene sure makes we another do. Pop in. Yeah. And yeah. they do the same like look to each other. So they could have like literally replayed yeah. the same scene and we would like we would not They might have, yeah. yeah. Um anyway, so they're sort of just they're going out. It's uh doing the same thing. Dude, where's your car? Where's your car, dude? And then uh this mail truck moves and like, oh, there's your car. Mm -hmm. And completely different uh, movie if that was the case. Um, and they have like this really shitty like I heart you jewelry which is like turned out to be like, yeah. it's like their mad gifts which for those guys it's pretty good it's it's not bad yeah jewelry um, anyway so they give it to the girls and they love it and they're like oh now we can give you the special treats and it's just like blue and red berets with like their name stitched on it <laughs> terrible <laughs> um, yeah they stitch it on themselves though. yeah <laughs> so that's the special treat though, I've got to say good cursive um, anyway so but then they find another uh, present and it's these necklaces very 90s looking necklaces too mm -hmm. with like the stiff uh, yeah very weird silver. very thick yeah um, yeah and it basically gives the girls bigger boobs and it's from the German dudes who are the keepers of the continual yeah. transfunctioner um, and they're mm -hmm. right uh, so they're driving off uh, at the end and it says is anyone hungry it's like oh I could go for some Chinese food and it's like oh you got a tattoo and it's the whole the girls now doing the dude and sweet uh, thing mm -hmm. as they go uh, I like how yeah. did you did you add that their license plate says Shibby? Oh, like no. That's their just, license plate? No, I didn't notice no. that one. That's good. Um, yeah, that in. And then the credits go. I was going to do some anal analysis into the outtakes, but there's not much there. It was just sort of like a bit of a flashback. Yeah, a lot of a lot of bloopers and silliness. Yeah. I just wrote. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And that's it. That's it. You were right, Michael. 120. Yep. 120. Yeah, 120. Cool. It's 159 122 there we go <laughs> um, right. but yeah that's so it. next week we have the uh, Nutty Professor that's one it's going to be a good one that's a classic yeah. I think up for Did me we just call it one of my favourite um, one of my favourite Eddie Murphy movies and I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid either mm. so there'll be a lot of uh, yeah notes for that one and uh, do we just already give Dave Chappelle the MVP I don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool yep. alright no worries. Thanks, nice. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week for the Nutty Professor. See you guys. Bye. Bye.